welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell and I am your host. I'm going to try and zip through these because I've got somebody special tonight for tonight's guest. Um, I'm excited. So the DetailSolutionsPodcast.com, you guys know I tell, talk about it all the time. It's the best website in detailing, uh, mainly because it's our website. You can find all the links on where you can follow us, where you can uh, see us, all that fun stuff. And then we have the vendor page. Um, so the preferred vendor page is all of our wonderful ad sponsors who you will find a link directly to their website along with a coupon code that's going to save you some money. So when you go and spend money with them, they'll gladly in turn spend money with us. We bring you that funny hashtag money, money, funny. And we have the merch store where you can go and find t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeve hats, all with the uh, podcast logos, um, the Comcaster shirt, all that fun stuff. Um, we are on YouTube. If you're watching, you want to watch these on YouTube, the Detail Solutions Podcast is our YouTube channel. Please go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit the notification button over there. Um, we're getting ever so close to that thousand followers on TikTok, so we can finally start going live. Um, so that is the Detail Solutions Pod over on TikTok. We'd love for you to follow us there. Um, check out some of the cool little videos. Jason makes shorts out of the uh, out of the episodes. Um, and let's see what else do we got. Oh, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, um, please shoot me an email at uh, detailsolutionspodcast at gmail.com. Um, leave me a little message. Hey, Alex, love to be on the show. Um, we'll get to you and I invite you on and make a schedule schedule something It'd be great and please go like share follow subscribe hit that notification button anywhere that you listen to the podcast please leave us a review it'd be very uh helpful to us um if you're on spotify um leave us a five-star review um if you're on apple leave us a five-star review and maybe take a minute to actually write um something nice about us um that's it. Let's uh, jump into our first commercial break so we can get to our exciting guest for today. We'll be right back. Fiber has every pad you would need, including tire pads, towels, got them, windows, wheels, interiors, paint, the all new mint on the stick for hitting taller vehicles or the new bug sponge for fronts. And then we have the Dragon Wash Sponge Mitt. It's perfect for the two-bucket system, glides on the cars, easy, soft on the paint. Hey, don't forget, go watch us on YouTube, check out our channel, and in the barrel blade, it's perfect for getting in between those tight wheels, calipers. We also have the Dreadnought. It's the staple of all auto fiber towels. If you're not using it to dry, you're missing out. And in the new wheel paw, for getting those faces, getting in between folks, getting the lug nuts, all those hard to reach places. So go to autofiber.com. Make sure to use the code DSP at checkout. Hey, everybody. Rennie Doyle here, founder of the Detail Mafia and Detailing Success. You know, I love quotes, and this is one of my favorites. It's not enough to do your best. You must know what to do, then do your best. There's a lot more to detailing than just making paint shiny. To be successful, you need to be a well-rounded detailer and most importantly, an entrepreneur. 
At Detailing Success, I really take pride in that we will not only teach you the highest level detailing skills you need, but we will mentor and coach you to be a profitable business owner. Our advanced five-day training is held monthly at my hometown, in the beautiful town, I may say, of Big Bear Lake, California. If you want to learn more, email me directly at rennie@detailingsuccess.com or visit detailingsuccess.com and ask about our special offer for our podcast listeners. Happy detailing, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. All right, and we're back with Adam. Everybody probably knows Adam. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Just uh, walking inside the house. Got a little windy out there. Somebody oh, did it? So, find a new zone. Nice. So for anybody who doesn't know Adam, come on. Adam's polishes. <laughs> That's us, buddy. You got it. Yeah. So, so listen, man, I, I'm kind of excited about this one because, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of had you on uh, – on my my list of you know kind of, you know gets for for a while and um uh, you know a, a a buddy of mine was talking to me and kind of gave me an idea for a topic and i was like man that'd be perfect to reach out to adam to see if he'd come on for a topic but i was like man i want to get him on as QA first and you know learn his story because i i'm not too familiar with it and i don't know you know a lot of our guests are so you know, I'm going to start off with the uh, how, where, why, when did you get into detailing? I was uh, I was pretty young when I got into it, and it was a, just a blessing to get to get into a passion at a young age. You know, find a direction and stick with it. So, um, most people, if you've ever heard of my story before, you probably couldn't click click off right now. You have to listen to it again. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 don't click off. No, don't click you off. listen Sorry. to this. <laughs> Five star review. Stay here. Stay here. Stay yeah. Here. Um, okay. So I started. Uh, I started with a bicycle repair and cleaning business. Okay. And uh, I was about ten, and my mom started dating a guy who was a cyclist. Parents had just gotten divorced, and uh, basically they ended up um, getting divorced. My mom started dating this guy. She went to work. He was a doctor at Allergan Pharmaceuticals, a big pharmaceutical company in Irvine, California. And uh, he left his bike at our house after a long ride. And I believe he did it, it was in the rain because the bike was filthy. Anyway, we, uh, by the time he came back over, I had uh, cleaned his bike up. He had Campagnolo components on his bike, you know, aluminum, aluminum wheels. Yeah. And uh, so I just, Polished his bike up, pulled his pulled his chain off, gasoline soaked it, scrubbed it, put it back on, and uh, retaped his handlebars. He had gone down at one point and scuffed the handlebar tape, and so I just did it up. and And then he uh, he came back and saw his bike, and he was like, "What? This is crazy!" So uh, the the you know how God came into it was he went back to work and told everyone on his 150 person cycling team, Allegheny oh, wow. Cycling, that that I was a a prodigy manual laborer that I had some real <laughs> skills at cleaning stuff. So anyway, so I had, um, I went ahead and, and my mom started bringing home bikes two, three at a time in her Volvo station wagon. And I just bring home bikes and, and went ahead and put up a little advertisement, you know, Adam's bicycle repair and cleaning on all the cork boards at Allergan Pharmaceuticals. So that was how it all kind of started. And then um, that, that led into to, to cars when uh, every weekend I would do a, a little car wash with my dad. Okay. And my dad would come out and I could wash the car, no problem, but I couldn't really reach the roof. So he'd come out and dry the roof, 
And uh, the neighbor, one neighbor came over, got a brand new, brand new 1982 um, SR5 Toyota pickup, you know, yellow with brown stripes, brown vinyl. And he came over and goes, hey, would you, would you be interested in washing my, washing my truck? And I'm like, oh, yes, that's like the best thing in the world. You know, open the door and oh, the smell of that brand new vinyl and that Toyota was like, I still can tell you today, I can smell it right now if I tried hard enough, it's such a great smell. So anyway, so I went ahead and washed his truck and my dad came out and, and dried the roof. And I said, listen, I can see something here. This is gonna get bigger. You're gonna start washing all the neighbor's cars. Just remember, I'll dry the roof, but you gotta clean my car every week. I'm like, done, dad, we'll do it. So, so just neighborhood car wash and then neighborhood car wash and wax. And, uh, and you know, my parents, we had a house uh-huh. and then we, as they got divorced and everything got tight, we had to get two houses, right? So then. Uh, dad moved to a high, you know, sort of a, you know, a high occupancy area, right? A apartment building. And my mom moved into a sort of the same thing where they had a lot of neighbors suddenly versus just a single family area. We have a handful of neighbors. So my business, my little car wash business grew and, uh, and I threw papers. I was through, through papers. So I do my paper out in the morning and then I picked up another paper out from another kid. It was a flake and did his paper out and then i just i'd wash a car or two cars um every day after school and you know by the time i was in junior high i had a pretty busy little business and yeah me and and a buddy of mine named gabe hill he would help me and we would we would wash these cars and and um it was just a it was a busy little business man it was going pretty well all the way through high school and then in high school um one of the things that i didn't like about doing just people's cars is that any change in weather or anything that changed in their schedule, it would get canceled. You know, it, they'd be like, oh, you know, I kind of got something coming on. I can't can't make it this week. Right. And my weeklies were not always weekly. You know, my weekly washes were two a week, two a month or three a month versus versus all the time. So I, I thought, well, I'm looking around at all these different vehicles driving around and what's the shiniest? And I, mean, I grew up in Southern California, right? Uh, well, limousines, it was the rage, you know, early 80s. Oh, yeah. There was black, huge limousines and white, huge limousines. And I see these limousines and I see a lot of swirl marks in them. You, know, you see that the white, the white tops were like little, little tingy, kind of brownish because they hadn't been scrubbed well. And I'm like, you know, I could probably get some business out of this. So as soon as I got my license, you know, 87, I got my license. I drove and I found the top five. Uh, limousine companies in town. Most of them are in Irvine and there was a couple of them in Lake Forest. So all kind of close to where I grew up at Dana Point. Um, and I said, listen, let me, do a, let me do a car for free. I think you're going to really like the way I, I work. You're going to like my job. You're going to like how much attention I put into the vehicle. If you let me do one for free, I think you're going you're gonna to hire me. People are like, you know, kind of get out of here, kid. A lot of people are like, nah. I go, listen, let me do one wheel then. Let me just show you what I can do with those, with those, um, you know, the, the wire wheel hubcaps. They all have wire yeah. wheel hubcaps. That was kind of the thing then. They're all Lincoln Town cars, like all of them. And I said, let's, let me do a wheel then, you know? And they're like, oh, you know, you're, just go away. Fine, clean a wheel because they didn't want me to touch the paint. They didn't know if I was just to some hack. So eventually, eventually, they, um, they, they let me do it. And eventually, out of the, I think I did six of them. And I think I got five, five of the detailing companies. And that was real consistent business. So the, the idea of a, of a no matter what kind of a um, job, no matter what 
happens in the weather, people, you know, soccer moms that have suddenly a game that weekend or that week or a practice that are always canceling. These guys had to have these cars cleaned all the time. Right. And so the limousine business was really kind of a big catapult into my detailing business and that it was a way for me to no matter what, be able to build a bigger business based on consistency. And, you know, I like nice cars. I'm always into it, but I don't really care to be honest about exotics and all that stuff. At that point, I just kind of wanted to make money. Um, so limousines were a really big launch. And again, it's, you know, I, I was you know, I'll sit there and say, oh, I'm just so great. You know, everyone has their direction when falls into things, but I give a lot of credit to God for, for how my path ended up there doing that. And that just, that business just grew and grew and then kept doing lots of cars through call through high school, uh, lots of limousine fleets. And then, uh, and then I got into college, you know, and, uh, I went to USC, had a detail. I didn't make, didn't make any money. I didn't, didn't have a whole lot of money, you know, going to college. So I was right. debt or detail money. So the debt and the detail money, uh, com combined got me through and at USC, a lot of these kids were rich. They were rich kids. So their parents had great cars and they, they were, they were the kind of people that used up those services. So I did some of my friends' cars and then I did all their parents' cars. Uh, a lot of them are in Los Angeles. Pasadena was like a big, San Marino is like the richest neighborhood in Pasadena, which okay. was very, clo very close to downtown LA where USC, where I went to college. And, and I was just do, doing a lot of detailing there. And it ends up that I'm roommates with this guy, Matt Dugali. And he's just this awesome guy. You're still this one of my dearest friends in the world today. His dad is an architect. And he happens to be an architect for the most wealthy, the actors, everybody else in the world. And all of a sudden, um, you know, Matt, Matt, he was like interning for his dad during college. He's my college roommate. Um, he's like, hey, by the way, uh, we're building a house for, for Sylvester Stallone. Would you be interested in doing his detailing? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I'd be very interested in that. <laughs> be, that'd be amazing. Let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me think about it for a second. Heck yes. Heck yes. So so I got to detail some, some people, for instance, people that are just way outside of my league, but just based on, again, uh, you know, a, a big boost from the Lord and being able to get these crazy, amazing clients. So I kept doing that all the way through uh, college and uh, got kicked out of college, was partying a little bit too much. And uh, I was down in Australia with one of my fraternity brothers on a, on a little getaway. This is 1991. Okay. And I get kicked out after two back-to-back -back semesters of a sub 2.0 GPA. I'm not a good okay. student. And uh, funny enough, my kids are two of the three are also following my footsteps right now, unfortunately. But <laughs> it's part of the, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I ended up with um, down in, down in I'm down there in, in Sydney, in the eastern suburbs, a little place called Point Piper. And one of the kids is super wealthy. His name is Roderick David, super great guy, still a friend today. And I'm deep and I'm like, hey, I'm down here. And I get the news that I'm not welcome back at USC. This is over Christmas break, which is the middle of summer down there. Right. And uh, anyway, so I, I'm like, well, I'm going to stay. I'm not going back home. I'm just, no reason for me to go home if I can't go to college. I'm going to be on my own. My dad's like, you're not, I'm not helping you at all. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah. So I decided to stay in, in Sydney. So I started a little business. Uh, I was detailing all these guys' cars. Again, total blessing. 
that I show up and I just ended up with an immediate clientele of very high net worth people. So I'm, I'm cleaning the, you know, when that new 500 SL came out, I think it was 90 or 91. Yeah. I cleaned, cleaned one of the first ones and was detailing. And um, one of the guys had a little Riva scooter and he's like, he's not, wasn't using it anymore. Peter Maloof was his name. Anyway, he's like, Hey, you can use my Revo 80 scooter. If you clean my car every week done. So here I am. I got my USC backpack. I got one of those Mighty Max vacuums, those little tiny vacuums. Yeah. I got my backpack. I got a little bucket that I kept, you know, the soap, the polish, and wax, and, you know, no machine polishing at that point. And then the little basket in the front. I had towels, just a bunch of towel stuff in there and a couple of bungee cords holding them in there. And I'm just cruising all over the eastern suburbs and then all over Sydney, north, the north shore of Sydney, detailing. And uh, I'd either be detailing or I'd be writing out on this little memo pad, which is all I had to start with. You know, hi, I'm a detailer. I'm an auto detailer from America. I would love to detail your car. Please call me. I would be honored to be your detailer. Boom. And I'd write these things out all night. And I would either be detailing or I'd be handing out these little slips on people's windshields or over their door handle um, when I wasn't detailing. Right. And uh, another guy, uh, Tony Mellick, gave me his, he had an old brick cell phone. Remember the Motorola cell phones? Yep. Were like big giant things and screw the antenna on like this. He <laughs> says, listen, if you want to use my phone, you can use it. You got to pay the bill, but I have an extra phone. I'll, I'll, I'll start, I'll light the account for you, but you got to do my car every week. Done. Because I couldn't get a, you know, a cell phone down there. You got to be a resident or, you know, at least a, a member of the country, right? right. Well, I wasn't. And, uh, but he, he helped me out. So again, total blessing. And I built up a neat little business. And one of the guys I left this little tiny memo pad under, um, his name is Phil. He had a business called print and run. He was a printer. His, his, he, he had a, uh, he calls me up. He goes, Hey, uh, Adam. I said, yeah. He says, listen, I just got your, got your little piece of paper under my, my wiper. Uh, if you detail my wife, he had a, he had a Toyota Celica and his wife had a Previa, Toyota Previa van. It was called something else down there. I forget what they called them, but whatever the Toyota van was, the, the, right, like yeah. the big egg-shaped van, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that. So boom, I'm printing, I'm printing business cards then, quality auto detailing. And I have a whole, I have all this stuff on our, probably on our website or uh, a full picture of all these different business cards. My 018 number is the Sydney, you know, the Sydney cell numbers. Yeah. Um, so I just kept doing that, kept handing out these numbers. And um, handing out my, my card and had a cool little business going and man, built it up. And uh, I was able to kind of get through and do okay uh, down there in Sydney while I was, while I was uh, on a quasi vacation. And uh, by, the, by the time it was time to leave uh, and go back to reality, uh, I had built up a neat little business. And, and one of the customers, main customers I had was... Um, Guy by the name of Jeff Foxman. He had a BMW repair shop. Okay. And again, total blessing. This guy's buying BMWs that are crappy, fixing them up, detailing them, and he's got three or four cars on his lot. In you know, in addition to his his business, when he's doing um, you know BMW repair. So I'm out, I'm down there, and it, it's busy. You know, his starts doing more and more cars, and I'm detailing. You know, taking a crappier and crappier and crappier car and putting lipstick on the pig. You know, making yeah. And his business started to swell and my business started to swell with it. So it was, it was pretty cool. And uh, one of the customers, crazy enough, at the end of the deal, uh, Richie Gazelle was his name. 
Richie Gazelle was one of the customers. He said, I want to, I want to, I want to buy this business from you. At this time, Phil, the guy who was the printer, the guy that printed me those cards, his son turned 15 or 16 and whatever the driving age is. And he's like, listen, if my son can work for you, he can drive you around. He's got a little car. I'm right. Like, oh, that would be great. You know, almost, almost killing myself every day on a Riva 80 scooter all over <laughs> Sydney. Um, so anyway, he started working for me. So I trained this kid and got him really good. And he was able to do a full detail then at the, at the BMW shop and for others. So I ended up selling an illegal business started by a, an alien without a work visa to Richie Gazelle. And he kept it going. And uh, I turned around, hightailed it back to, uh, to California. And I had to go to Long Beach State and get 12 units at a 3.0 and uh, reapply and get, get back into college. And, and it kept detailing, just kept detailing and detailing. And through college, through um, after college, I found out that I'm not good at real estate. That, that was not my calling, but God did not have that for me. So I ended up with a, um, I, I worked for Marcus and Millichap, a big real estate company, They're kind of like Lee and Associates. And they do just multifamily, you know, apartment buildings. They sell apartment buildings. I'm like, well, I can do this. I, I think I can, I can sell these apartment buildings. Well, I found out pretty quick that it was not cut out for me. That was not, yeah. <laughs> not my calling. Is that, is that what you went to, to college for to, to do real estate or, or what was your, what was your, uh, uh, what were you trying to major in? I tried to major in business. So I, I was okay. in, in the entrepreneurship program there, the Marshall School of Business. And when it came time to graduate, I had all, all my classes done except for five math classes. And uh, I went in for a degree check. And, and I was like, okay, so where am I, by the way? Am I, am I getting close? Am I, am I getting to be graduating in the next two years? And they said, actually, you have enough credits to graduate right now if you want a degree in psychology or political science. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you're done. You have, you're all of your stuff done, only you need five more math classes or you can have one right now. And I go, done, I'm out. And uh, <laughs> political science, I ended up with a degree in political science. I think I have my, I have my diploma somewhere in here, but but anyway, it wasn't, uh, you know, my, my, my degree was definitely had nothing to do with um, my detailing success because right. except for good customers but um but yeah that was it just ended up there and after a little while of, of trying to sell real estate it was clear that i i was awful and it was not my calling but i detailed a lot of the guys in the in the actual office you know detailed their cars you know something about detailing it's just such a great feeling is when you start with a turd and you end up with just a gem there's such there's just such an instant gratification to that yeah you know, you love that. And, uh, and I love that. And, and then money, you know, you walk yeah. right there with the money. It's like right there. And so, like, you know, it was before Venmo or any of that stuff. So this is cash money, you know, you're getting the cash. Right. Right. That, was, that was cool. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, really, you know, use the term as, you know, we are artists, you know, in a, in a sense, right. I mean, because you are taking, you know, that lump of clay or, you know, that unpolished herd or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. and you're making it, into something, you know, nice and, and spectacular and, um, you know, whether it's, you know, art or what, you know, I mean, it's still kind of the same thing I feel. So that, that's what I think is, is, you know, gratifying to me about it is like you said, you know, somebody brings you, you know, their, you know, second most, you know, expensive possession, you know, for the most part. And, 
you know, you're able to make it, you know, look like a masterpiece for them. Um, and then, like you said, then the money, yeah, it doesn't hurt too. <laughs> yeah. You got to eat, man. You got to eat. Uh, yeah. It was, it was good. Um, yeah, I, I agree. There's just something to that. It feels great. You know, uh, I still do it today. Only I buy and sell cars. I buy them and, and, and go through them and change the wheels and tires and you know, polish and polish the paint out, make them awesome and drive them for right. a while. I guess I didn't really like that car and then move it on. And, and, and so I still do it. I, I still love it, but yeah, many, many, many years later, but you know, I've been, it's funny to think I'm 50, I'll be 52 next month. And my, I've been at this, at this, in this business for 42 years, Yeah, 52 years old, but it is, it is a total blessing. You know, it's just a great, it's a great career. It's a great business. I think that, you know, people would look down at manual laborers. I remember my dad, so my parents are both PhD. My dad's got his PhD in education. My mom's an audiologist and short for the hearing impaired. And, um, you know, so, you know, they weren't totally fired up on me being a manual laborer. That wasn't their, their thought of a, the ideal outcome for their kid. Right. But for me, it was, I loved it and uh, didn't make any apologies. Um, but it was, it was the beginning of something and detailing can lead to so many things, you know, and it, it and it did for me. And, um, like, so eventually I, I realized that when real estate wasn't my jam, I knew it wasn't. I went to the orange County swap meet in Costa Mesa, California. I've been going since I was a kid. My dad used to go and we'd go there and buy olives and bread and, and, you know, we're Italian. So that's part of the thing. So we'd go there. I'm trying to get my little computer set up. So anyway, I I love this open air marketplace. It was cool. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I had been using this product called Der Stuff, D-E-R Stuff, S-T-U-F. Okay. And Der Stuff was started by a guy named Dave Herbert. And it was a partnership through Dave Herbert and Bill Yates. Now, Bill Yates was, was a very successful Porsche Volkswagen dealership in San Juan Capistrano. And they decided to start this business between uh, Der Dave with a little backing from Bill Yates, the Porsche dealership, they, they started this Der Stuff product. Well, I was using it because it was right down the street from my house. I could ride my bike there and buy it just as easy as it was to buy stuff from anywhere else. Right. I was using this stuff and it was better than most stuff that you could buy in the store. And um, I'm like, I was still using it. You know, remember after college, I met him when I was, I met Der Dave when I was 12. By the time I was in, out of college, you know, I was 25. I, I was like, I'm still thinking this is the stuff. So I went and I set up a little table at the Orange County Swap Meet. And I put the products out there on the, on the, on the table. And I was like, man, this is awesome. I am going to, I'm going to try to sell this stuff. Cause on the weekends I'm, I'm selling real estate all week, but I'm not, I'm just detailing their cars, but I'm trying to sell real estate all week. Right. Yeah. You know? So I started selling stuff on the weekend. And the thing that he didn't have, he didn't have the how to figured out. He didn't have the, with that bottle of, of glaze, the dirt shiny stuff, he didn't have, he didn't sell applicators. And this was before microfiber. So the best towel you could buy back then was a diaper, you know, the, the, the cloth diapers. Yeah. That, that was all, that was the best thing you could get. So I, I put together these kits and I'd put a wash mitt in there and get them from SM Arnold, you know, the wash mitts and then the, 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 the uh, water Sprite, you know, synthetic chamois from also from SM Arnold. I'd get the applicators and uh, I would start doing, you know, 
I started doing these buckets, you know, full complete kit. And then people just had so many questions. How do I wait? How do I get the water spots off? How do I get these, the, the, this haze off the inside of my windshield? That was like the number one. Everyone wanted to know how to get the haze off. And I'm like, oh, use the dirt shiny stuff. Micro, the, the, not microfiber applicator, but the uh, terry, their terry cloth, you know, cotton. Yeah. And you, you put a glaze on the inside of the windshield, wipe it off and boom, you're, 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 you're gone. All that, all that haze is gone. You, you know, basically it's a solvent based glaze. And people are like, oh, that's so great. You know, and they'd go and they'd get good results and they'd come back the next week and hey, that worked. But I, I can't figure this out now. You know, I got this scuff mark on my white, on my, you know, my, my blue car has white paint on it. My wife's white car opened the car door into it. Now I got a white mark on there. What do I do with that? Use the dirt tough stuff, you know, and boom, rub it out and I'd show them. And eventually I had a location where I could actually pull cars up right behind our booth. Oh, okay. So my question was always, people had a problem with their car and I'd say, where's your car? Oh, it's out in the parking lot. Great. You finish your shopping, pull up, you go through this entrance, pull right up here, look for my American flag. I always fly American flag up on our booth. Look for the American flag, drive up to it, honk your horn twice. As soon as I'm done with the customer, I'll come out and help you solve the problem. And people are like, oh, that's great. Thank you so much, man. Great. So the next thing that was a total blessing and a godsend was getting a chance to talk to customers back and forth, eye to eye. Being able to do that gave me so much education. It was incredible. What people need is real consistent. People were always asking very similar questions. They always had the same set of questions. So I was like, yeah, no, here's what you need for that. You know, we did this thick dressing. We called it, it was dirt, dirt vinyl stuff. Okay. You use it on the plastic door, the plastic, you know, door handles. You use it on plastic mirrors, bed caps of your pickup. Yeah, dirt, dirt vinyl stuff. You know, they didn't like armor all. You know, armor all wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't the premium stuff. And you got to use it with a little sponge. It's a thick lotion. You got to put it on nicely. Okay, good. What do you clean it with first? Oh, you clean it with this stuff. Boom, boom. I, I was educating these people and they were educating me. I was helping them and they were helping me understand how to sell car care products. And it just became real easy to, to answer people's questions because we had such a nice set of answers prepared because the questions were so consistent. And then as a people, one thing that people kept on doing is they got home and they forgot everything. They forgot what I'd tell them. They forgot what I, the, the things. So I yeah. started doing instruction sheets. And it was an eight and a half by 14 legal page. I laminated it and I had one form, which was in English. And I had another one, paso a paso instrucciones, you know, step-by-step -step instructions in Spanish because in Southern California, and I speak Spanish, I grew up in Southern California. So, you know, most people speak Spanish there. Right. And um, I took, started taking it in school and I'm seventh grade. So I just, you know, ended up with a pretty good handle on it. Well, by giving the people these answers so they could go home and achieve success, you know, they, they became really good customers because they kept getting the results that they wanted on their cars. And so we were selling more and more and more stuff. And uh, I mean, that business just grew and grew and almost within about three or four months, I would go to Durstuff's Stuff's headquarters and uh, Durstuff Stuff ended up selling. Old man Yates, Bill Yates died. And he left the estate kind of in shambles. He didn't really have a will. He didn't have it set up. So basically they sold all the assets of the dealership kind of like on the courthouse steps type thing, you know, like an auction. Yeah. 
one of the guys that showed up to the auction was a guy who had a wheel and tire shop there in, in Costa Mesa, across the street from the fairgrounds. And uh, he was there to buy some tire and wheel mounting equipment. And he saw that this car polish business was for sale and he bought it. It was small, but he bought it. Anyway, so I'm buying the stuff now from this new owner and Der Dave is still involved. And I hired Der Dave, Dave Herbert, who's just amazing, just an amazing guy. You want, you want to trip out on somebody, look at his YouTube channel. It's called Night Flyer, N-I-T-E, Flyer. He does remote control airplanes, remote control jets and helicopters. He's like, you know, he's an ex-military guy, a Marine. He's just a wonderful guy. And he was the one who got me into it. He teach me how to how to do the demonstration. So the demonstration, we would take my, my truck. At first, I had a crappy truck, and I eventually leased a new truck. But we would literally put spray paint on the hood. Then we would rub road tar over it, like big chunk of this soft road tar. We'd rub it over there. And then we'd squirt a bunch of lighter fluid on it and boom, light it on fire, light it on fire. And man, anybody who was walking within, you know, 100 feet would stop and go, what is this? What's going on? And they'd come stop and see our demo and buy the stuff. But I started recognizing that, you know, a lot of the stuff that Dur stuff, that the Dur family and the Dur products didn't have was application methods and instructions and education. So I started doing other stuff and said, listen, guys, we really need a wheel cleaner uh, because I was giving away Simple Green. Okay. Je Jeff Hyder was the principal at Simple Green. Jeff Hyder was, was like the president of Simple Green forever. He's still a dear friend today. He gave me as many pallets of 10 ounce Simple Green as I could give away because a 10 ounce tall skinny bottle I could squeeze in that detail kit in the bucket. And I just kept using dirt. I used to kept using Simple Green. And uh, anyway, I asked Dirt stuff. My dad's business turned around, came back, and started doing well. And my dad said, "Listen, son, why don't you go to them and offer to buy the business?" Mm -hmm. How I knew that I was a big part of the business is that every Friday I'd go to Dirt Stuff, their headquarters, and I'd buy just about every case of product they had on their shelves. They'd be working all week to fill the bottles, and I'd wipe them out every Friday. Oh wow! So because our business was busy, it was going pretty well. Yeah. We were super blessed. Anyway, I said, okay. So my, so my dad offered to loan me the money to buy that business. So I went to the, the new owner, his name was Jerry. I said, Jerry, I think I'd like to buy their stuff. I think, I think that we need a whole bunch more products and some stuff. And he said, oh no, this product, this business is going great. I'm not interested in selling at all. No way. You know, heck no. I'm like, oh, bummer. That's a real bummer. Um, Okay, so I started selling some other chemicals, and Dirt Stuff was all made at Granitize. Granitize is a company based in yep. Santa Fe Springs, California, right? So they made all their stuff there, and I would okay. help them get it because they couldn't get it fast enough. So I would help them go pick up the drums and deliver them, and start helping filling them because I needed them a little. I needed more product than they could fill in a week. Right. So I went to Granitize and hey, listen. By the way, I need a I need a wheel cleaner. You know, I need a detail spray. I need something that, you know, a, a finished detailer. They didn't really have one of those. Um, I need a glass cleaner. I need a wax. So they didn't sell wax. So they were like, yeah, well, we kind of have a thing with, with their stuff. We can't really do that. You know, we, 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 there was a conflict. I said, okay, well, um, I understand. Fine. So I ended up uh, learning about and going to meet Tunch Gorin at 3D. You know, yep. Tunch? Yep. so Tunch is Tunch is one of my dearest friends in the world, and he helped me massively. Got me started with a new compound of a foam pad glaze, is what he called it. And I called it 
holds. Uh, I called it a scratch out initially because we needed something a little more, a little more abrasive to pull off, like you know, paint transfers and scuffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then a detail spray, the pink detail spray. I started buying from him and bottling it, and I put Adams on. You know, Adams because you know it wasn't dirt stuff. And uh, so I started one one time, one product at a time. Just kept launching new products. And then I went to go buy my dirt stuff one day, about three months into it. And the owner goes, uh, I'm done. I'm done selling to you. You know, you, you, you have your own products now. Why don't you just go ahead and get your own? And I was like, oh, that is a problem because I don't have all the products figured out yet. I just had, yeah. you know, six or eight surrounding products, but I still really main products for the dirt stuff. And I was like, how am I going to end up? I was Friday and this, the swap, the swapping was Saturday and Sunday. And again, God, God came, intervened, blessed us with full rain out both days. So we oh, didn't, wow. we had enough time to then go back and, uh, and through Tunch and through a couple other chemical manufacturers, ended up working with Warner Chemical, David Velasco over there at Warner Chemical and, uh, and, and found, found these chemicals and was able to get them done and bottled and, you know, and, and get them labeled and get labels made real fast. And uh, American label was the company and you know, the American label would like turn around real fast for us. And their designer, Ruben Racinos, he's still in the business, a wonderful guy. He uh, he would help us too. And anyway, so we went from we went from nothing to Adams polishes in about three or four months. Wow. Well, listen, let's let's take a break because we're like eight minutes over. Um, because then I want to come back and then find out like how the progression of Adams ends up going. So we'll be right back. Cool. If you have not yet tried Oberk's new APS soap, now is your chance to receive 15% off by using coupon code DSP, all capital letters. Oberk's new all-purpose soap is perfect for all your exterior washing needs. This unique formula combines plant-based cleaning power that is effective and versatile. Whether you are mobile washing or maintaining a ceramic-coated vehicle, APS soap works quickly and rinses easily. This super concentrated formula can also be used on really tough bugs and is very effective in dirty door jams. To find out more, please visit oberkarkare.com. Attention detail shop owners, say goodbye to the hassle of multiple orders from all different suppliers. Car Supplies Warehouse is here to revolutionize your shopping experience. We have created a comprehensive online platform where you can find everything you need all in one place. We are constantly expanding our product range, adding new supplies, tools, and equipment. Our goal is to make Car Supplies Warehouse your ultimate one-stop shopping destination. And we don't just stop at providing top quality products. We understand that knowledge is crucial for running a successful business. This is why we offer over 100 online videos specifically tailored to educate and empower businesses like yours. So grow your skills and run a successful business with our online training courses. We take our commitment to education even further by providing in-person training classes. Our expert instructors will guide you through hands-on sessions, sharing their wealth of knowledge and helping you take your shop to new heights. We also have an awesome discount program that ties everything together really nice. Enjoy exclusive benefits and saving as a Car Supplies Warehouse member. Join DetailWise Pro under the Save and Learn tab on our website 
website, carsupplieswarehouse.com, and experience the advantages firsthand. And for a limited time only, we are offering a special deal just for Detail Solutions podcast listeners. Sign up for DetailWise Pro using code PRO30, and you're going to enjoy 30 days of free access and free discounts. There's no obligation. You can cancel anytime. So come discover what you've been missing. Okay. We're back. <laughs> I'm back too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so just for, for time reference for everybody who's listening. Um, so starting, starting making actual Adams products and everything like that and selling it at the, the swap meet, like what year is this? Like, you know, when are you in? 2000. Okay, 2000. Started in 2000, uh, yeah. Okay. Graduated college in 96, 97, and uh, did some real estate and lots of lots of little uh, lots of detailing then too. Yeah. And then realized that I needed to do, I needed to get back into my zone and get back with detailing and yeah. and like I said, detailing has so many different avenues that right that you can spin off. You know, you don't need to just on. Um, you know, I always I I love to. Uh, to mentor detailers and say, Hey man, remember detailing is not just, you don't just do detailing all day and you're, Oh, I'm so tired of detailing. I'm so tired of doing the actual manual labor. It's like, there's so many offshoots of detailing. There's not just the manual labor. You know, you can, you can get involved and, and you can open a, open a detail shop and you, and you're bringing people into it. You can, you can mentor kids and have them help you and, and get a lot of labor out of young people who are trying to figure out what to do with their life. And, you don't need to always be pure, hundred percent manual. Yeah. So anyway, so that was that was it. That I, it was about two thousand. Started. Uh, in fact, it was February seventh. I believe that was a Saturday, February sixth or seventh of two thousand, and uh, that was my first day out there trying to sell stuff. Oh wow! Yeah. And so, how did that? I mean, did, did the, were the clients that were buying the other stuff off of you? Like, did they? matter that they were buying something with a different name now or or just because you explaining it to them and everything like that they just were fine rolling right into it you know the as that um as the changeover happened i was selling you know adams next to their stuff for those long enough to where there was just a little bit less a little bit less a little bit less dirt and a little bit more a little bit more a little more yeah and the Adam stuff was pretty tough to beat. You know, I really went to the, you know, I went to these, these, basically you go to every, any chemical manufacturing company, PNS, you know, another great company. Um, it's funny. I know everyone in this business and I love them. I've got the yeah. coolest relationships. This is such a neat little thing. Randy Doyle, you know, he's, I saw her at his commercial earlier. He's such a neat guy. We hang out at um, SEMA in his, he invited me to his party last year. And that was so much fun hanging out at the, uh, the detail mafia party they have. Yeah, we we got lucky. Jason Bruno, who's my my co-host on the 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 Wednesday shows, um, we have thankfully a very good relationship with Rennie, and and he actually invited us. Um, uh, was it just a couple of months ago? Out to come out to the Air Force One project cool. um, as, as his guest and do some podcasting. So I think we were the only people that were invited that weren't you know either a sponsor or you know mafia members so that you know made us feel feel very special to go out uh, there and be a part of that and everything yeah rennie's rennie's a super cool guy he is um i've got people uh sanding um uh, we have a, a roof of our house that is uh all like this you can see our roof anyway there's guys here that are doing a re re-up on it and they must be getting really close to my office 
Okay. <laughs> Let me see if I can change locations. Yeah, no worries. It's really loud in here. <laughs> louder or less loud? Oh my gosh, it's, they're like on all sides of me right here. But um, yeah, I can barely hear it. But that's yeah, everything okay, is quietest. Well, I think I'll I'll head over here and hang out with my uh, my man Enzo. Enzo, say hi. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how you doing? <laughs> uh huh. So. Anyway, okay, we'll go over here. I think it'll be quieter, but uh, anyway, so the the next the next uh, big um, shift in our business uh, was when this guy walks up to our booth, and he walks up at about ten o'clock in the morning. This guy is at the end of his cigar, and he's at the end at Orange County Swap. They, they sold these twenty-four ounce beers, huge beers. Uh -huh. He was at the end of his beer, and he was also at the end of his cigar early early in the morning and uh, he goes hey i got a problem he's got oakley iridium blades on right and he's got his hat on backwards he's like i got a problem man i got this big problem okay what's yes sir how can i help you he's like i got all these trucks and they're all pink and i go wow that's you know i'm thinking molly made or or you know what what's yeah. the, what's the pink truck mary Kay. anyway he goes no 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 they're not they're supposed to be red and they're all turning pink and i go okay Oh, tell me more about it. He's like, I can't tell you about it, but you got to come see me. You got to come see my, my fleet. I, I need help. Are you a detailer? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm a detailer. I'm, I'm definitely a detailer. So this guy goes, good. My name is Ron Vogt, V-O-G-T, Vogt. I go, okay, Ron, um, where do I find you? You got a business card? He's like, uh, no, I don't have business cards. Do you have one? I said, yes, I do. So I gave my business card. He flips it over. Doesn't even take one. He just flips it over, writes down an address. Da, 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 South Central Avenue, Los Angeles, California. South Central Avenue, that's very close to where I went to college, right down in the hood. So he goes, can you come see me tomorrow? It's a Sunday morning. And I said, absolutely, I'll come see you tomorrow. Well, I drive to South Central Avenue, this address, and I pull up and it's the Coca-Cola corporate headquarters in downtown Los Angeles. And Ron is the fleet manager for the Coke plant for the all of Southern California and one, one hub in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. And I, and I pull up in this place and he's like, um, I walk up and I, I, I can't even find the guy. You know, I pull up at park and I go, I I'm looking for Ron vote. And this guy walks out, you know, his hair's all slicked back, white shirt, all clean cut. He goes, that's me. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you clean up good. <laughs> Last time I saw you, you were, you were almost trashed at 10 AM. Anyway, so he goes, get in. He sits me in his golf cart. He has like one of those little Cushman metal, metal, you know, golf cart things. Yeah, yeah. And we start driving all over. And sure enough, every truck in the entire fleet had oxidized and turned pink. Right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a this is a problem. No question. You're you're this is you know, this is four months into our business. He's like, Do you know how to fix that? And I go, I think so. Maybe <laughs> I kind of hope so, but I think I can. I'll I'll figure it out. So I got, I brought a few products with me and I went out there and I polished a little, a little corner of one of these trucks just by hand. Right. Yeah. And I made it dark pink <laughs> instead of red. I literally, <laughs> I did not nail it. Okay? Right. Not nail it at all. And, um, okay. He's like, you'll figure it out. I'm like, all right, I will. You're right. So boom, give me the, finish the tour. And I go, so Ron, how many trucks do you have? He goes, oh, 30, 3,400. 
Holy cow. And I just go, wow, that's a lot of trucks. He's like, well, they're not all trucks. Some are our VP's cars. They had Chevy Luminas, Dodge Intrepids, and Ford Tauruses. And that's what the quote unquote VPs drove. Those are the area reps. People that yeah. go around to like, you know, grocery yeah, stores. Like the, yeah, the convenience stores and grocery yeah. stores. Yeah. Yeah. And they would they would take their orders and do that stuff. And then the other the other bunch of them were Ford Aerostar vans and Chevy Astro vans. Those were the little vans that then supplied all the small, small places that you know a tractor trailer wouldn't go into. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so anyway, there's my wife. Um so we we ended up getting this account and i'm like i have no idea how to do this but <laughs> we're gonna do it so we started figuring it out and little by little we had ourselves quite a crazy detailing business and then he goes oh by the way uh you have to start at uh you have to start late at night and you can't you have to be gone at four in the morning because we load them at four in the morning right okay great hey bud um so anyway, okay, fine. I can do this. I can do this. So I went ahead, we got the account, and we started detailing these trucks. And the first truck took us nine man hours. It took us three guys, three hours. So it was not fast. We were not fast. We were not getting it done. And and we immediately recognized that I did not know what I was doing. You know, it was, it was a lot of humility there. Yeah. And we started trying more stuff. And I got a chance to talk to a buddy of mine who had uh, a bit, Jason Mentis, ballistic detailing. This guy is just, he was like, you know, out of Corona, California, I think. And uh, he was like, hey, I'll teach you how to do this. I'm like, really? Yes. And then he let me borrow one of his, his trailers. And then he went he went ahead. I'm going to get out of the main room next time. I'm gonna, my family's, family's okay. back in town. Um, so anyway, it ended up being a pretty, a pretty neat um, partnership. He helped me, he taught me everything. Taught me everything how to how to how to get these things done, and then eventually, uh, we we got it from nine man hours down to three man hours, and we kept on every night. It was like there was a every single night there was a, a lab, and the lab was live all night, just about every night, and and how that lab worked was we were doing these trucks, and we were starting to figure out what worked and what sure as heck didn't work, right? So I started messing around with chemicals. We started changing formulas. We started changing the processes, like which, what, what you do first and what you do last can significantly affect how long it takes to do one of these trucks. So we're like, okay, we're gonna fix this. So within not too long, we got it down to a quick science. We show up at the Coke plant at 3 p.m. We get 12 trucks done and we are out of there by 2.30 to 3 a.m. Oh, wow. And it was a lot of work, but we, we were able to develop a lot of chemicals. We really were able to do that. And I'd go back to the chemist the next day and be like, okay, I love this compound. However, the dust is so incredible that we're spending hours cleaning up the dust. I need something that has less dust. How do we do this? And uh, he's like, oh, well, try this, try this. And we go back and it was horrible. And then it got a little better and then a little bit worse and then a little better. But we ended up with a pretty neat, line of products and every single night it was literally like going to the lab and every single night i'd go get guys oh my gosh more more sand <laughs> um my house is so noisy right now it's incredible <laughs> unbelievable um 
So it's cool for, for would, anybody who's watching that just get a tour of you walking around the house like yeah, <laughs> from room to well, room. <laughs> you're getting my whole house, guys, because yeah. this place is fully under construction. My wife and kids all just showed up, and now it's really loud here. Um, so anyway, so we, we ended up with a pretty neat uh, line of products that was based on on detailing coke trucks all night. And that's how we got, that's how we really ended up with a, um, with a line of products was based on, based on the research that we did all night, every night on these trucks. It was just crazy. We really had a, a one heck of a, a ride and that gave us the ability to get really thoughtful about the process. And right. at that, about that point, we did the very first, um, no one had done videos, how to videos. That was how to videos weren't a thing. There was no, there was no YouTube. So we started filming a video because customers wanted to know how to do this. And you can only explain so much on an eight and a half by 14 sheet of paper. You need to be able to, to show it. You can't, I always say, you can't talk about detailing. You have to, you have to demonstrate. Right. You know, how you wipe polish off. If you take little tiny wipes, you do little tiny, tiny wipes, you're going to have smeary, smeary panel. You got to do big, long, flat wipes. Yeah. You need your hand dead flat on a, on a quarter towel, you know four layers of towel between your hand and the paint. It's going to get your outcome so much better. So anyway, I think, I think my clan is now gone. I'm going to head back into a, a, another new spot for you. <laughs> so we'll hopefully have some quiet time. But um, by the way, we're leaving for the mountains tonight. We're going up to the, uh, we're going up to McCall, Idaho to go uh, one last wake surf session. Oh, before nice. summer's over. Um, anyway, so the, the end of the end of the deal, that was super good literally launched the company because we we're able to get all these neat chemicals in using multiple chemical suppliers. Um, and it just kept growing and growing one day at the swap meet. I'm, I'm now dra I'm traveling. I have a, like a 24 foot little trailer. I'm out at all these different car shows all over the country. And I really, that one of the biggest ones was in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Okay. And we did the, the Carlisle shows. I went to the Corvettes at Carlisle in 2001. So we were all, not, not quite, six or eight months in business. Um, just got back from that um, a week ago. Anyway, this was the show that, that catapulted us from a Southern California business into a nationwide business. Because again, this was pre-e-commerce. There's no e-commerce, there's no Amazon, none of that stuff right. was even out yet. So we, we were able to get our business nationwide by going car show to car show. One time while I'm gone, a company sets up right across, right across the, the aisle from our booth on the Orange County Spot Meet. I had a father and daughter team who ended up starting to work for us. Mike Wilson and his daughter, Ashley, they are a powerhouse, just amazing at selling, amazing at demonstrating. They just made people feel good. We always offer everyone water or Coke or we did water, Coke, Sprite, or what was the third one? Water, Coke, Sprite, or Diet Coke. We had, we had that tons of it. We bought loads of it and bought it every time. They were just amazing at earning people's faith or earning their business, earning their confidence. And they just did a great job. Well, they, they were sitting there selling like crazy right at the time that this little, little company set up right across from them and they were testing a new product. That new product was a toilet bowl cleaner. And on the end of the stick, it had a little, little scrubby that you could quick release and drop that little scrubby in the trash can. Yeah. Okay. I remember those. Remember those? Yeah. Okay. So this is 2005. 2005. That was a pretty cool idea. They're testing public response to this at this open air marketplace because it was such a huge, huge number of humans there that they could really get a lot of feedback. Like I told you, we got lots of feedback from the customer. Right. They were there for the same reason to get feedback. Well, they 
ended up just watching us the whole time, just going, what in the world? We had, because our booth was always mobbed. We always were blessed with lots of business. And they ended up coming after the show. They placed an order on my website. Now I just got a website set up, right? Just barely, because e-commerce was just starting. They placed an order for like $5,000. Okay, our biggest order ever was like $300. So wow. this was, so I called them up and I said, Jessica Diaz. They placed the order. Hi, Jessica. My name's Adam. I just got an order from you for $5,000. I just want to make sure this is your credit card. You ordered 17 of our super deluxe amazing kits. Was that an error? Because it just doesn't seem right. It seems mighty, you know, sketchy. She's like, oh my gosh, let me tell you. I'm so sorry. Yes, it was me. Um, I work for Clorox Corporation. We own Armorall and we own STP. We're looking to add to our car care segment. And we, we like to buy companies that they were in the middle of buying Brita filter, Sanford charcoal and Ziploc or uh, yeah, Ziploc bags. They're in the middle of buying those three companies while they were, they were uh, looking at ours. And I was like, are you serious? Like pinch me. This is crazy. I don't believe this. Yeah. So yeah, no, we, we'd like to, we'd like to see if your company has the potential of, of being a hundred million dollar brand. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty interesting. Uh, well, what do I do? She's like, well, just send us the products. And I'm like, done. Anyway, <laughs> that launched us into a thing where they, they filmed an infomercial. You want to see a crazy thing? So JB is uh, J- James Brown, but they call him JB. He was a Fox uh, football uh, news. Yeah. Now he's CBS. Yeah. He's been in it forever. They hired him to come do an infomercial with me. And you can see it on our web, on our, on our YouTube channel. You can see me and JB Adams polishes JB. You know, Google that, you'll see, you'll see our think about. So it's 2005, 2006 by then. Did an infomercial nationwide again, 100% God. There's no other way to describe why this would have happened. Right. And we, and JB is such an awesome guy, by the way. Um, we ended up doing this infomercial and they ended up filling orders and they were buying thousands and thousands of our detailing kits. And they, they aired this, this infomercial nationwide. Three easy payments, 33, 33. Um, and that just absolutely boosted us, boosted the heck out of our business, boosted the sales, got us nationwide. And so many people got a chance to find out who the heck we were as a result of that infomercial. Um, it it just kept again, it was, you know, it was God. I can't, I can't take any credit for that. It's too crazy of a story to think that, you know, Oh yeah, it just happened. No big deal. I worked real hard. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It was not that. Um, so it, it, it catapulted our, our business. And then shortly after that, um, it was just another God thing. All the guys come into the Corvettes at Carlisle show with filthy, right when the C6 Corvette came out. Okay. It was 04, 05. 04 is probably when the 05 C6 came out. Anyway, they all show up. There's like six ratings, brand new body style Corvettes all rolling in there. And they all roll into the car wash. Well, I'm set up at the car wash helping everyone wash their cars. I got buckets, I got wheel cleaning tools, I got wheel cleaner, tire rubber cleaner, got soap and wash mitts and drying towels. And I'm helping everyone that I can. And I got two or three of my friends there and they're helping me too. Well, it ends up that we wash, uh, so the the main core Corvette team, Harlan Charles, Kirk Binion, uh, Steve Grilly, um, gosh, who else? Anyway, all these main people in the entire Corvette program drove their cars from Bowling Green, Kentucky, from the Corvette plant into Corvettes at Carlisle to show off the new C6. 
And I just happened to wash all their cars. And we just happened to help them all because they drove through tons of rain. And they were so stoked. And they were so impressed. And they had some problems at their plant. And they had some questions about cleaning wheels. And they had some questions about what causes scratches. Because car dealerships were scratching these brand new Corvettes. Right. They were trying to charge it back to the to the manufacturer saying, oh, it's, the clear coat's delicate. It's a problem with them. It's not, it's not a... It's not us, you know, it's not our problem. Right. Dude. They're washing the cars with push brooms. Of yeah, course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like hammering, hammering these cars. So anyway, it, it ends up being a, a total blessing. And these guys end up bringing us another wing. And within a year, we are the licensed car care products of General of Corvette. Wow. And a few years later, we're the licensed car care products of General Motors. And now today our products are in every single Cadillac. GMC and Chevrolet dealership in the United States. And it's just crazy that it all started with a car wash and helping these guys out. Yeah. And so that another total, I mean, is it really the right place, right time? Just working real harder. Yeah. Know, we had, hard. um, we had Steve Garrett, um, from yeah. Corvette today on, um, a few weeks ago or whatever. And, and he was mentioning, you know, um, no, you know, being friends with you and, yeah. and, and the fact that, you know, Adams is, uh, um, you know, the, the, the the official you know product for for corvettes and stuff like that because uh we were trying to we were trying to uh you know uh do a collaboration uh podcast and we were trying to at least tie a little bit of you know having him on there uh yeah. in, into detailing at some point so so you were the brought up you know yeah. to, tie, to tie the detailing together oh that's so funny what a small world right such a yeah small yeah yeah exactly incredible. yeah yeah, so that was a that was such a what 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 an incredible you know blessing to to be able to um, to get into that circle through them and uh, just a happenstance just because we happened to help them clean their cars up and it was like right place right time and yeah and 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 probably a whole bunch of God smiling on us it was a, a really big um, big big thing so um, anyway that 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 put us forward and then uh, we we kept growing the business kept growing and uh, we you know. Got, got a little bigger, a little bigger. And I, we definitely got bigger than I could have. I, I understood how to run the business. Right. And that just was really over my skis. You know, I, I clearly had no idea of what it took to run this business as it became a 40, you know, 30 or 40 employee business. I was like, wow, I don't know how to do this. I'm not, a, I'm not really the right guy for this, this business anymore. I'm not, I need to find some help. And uh, right about then, um, uh, a guy came to me who, he knew one of my employees, uh, his son went to his, no, his daughter married the best friend of one of our key employees. Okay. Um, and he just was, he heard about the business over, you know, at a, on a ski trip. Uh, we moved the business to Colorado in 09. California was constantly squeezing us. The California air resource board, they wanted, they wanted to cancel chemicals like all the time. It was, Oh yeah. yeah California is definitely not a good state to be in the chemical business. No, no, I heard it's getting even rougher now. You know, yeah. like I heard detailers are having hard times getting certain products because, you know, California is not, it, you know, letting people make them or sell them there. It's true. It's super hard. They're, they're not, Cal, I mean, for a lot of businesses, California is tough. I'll be honest. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, you know, if you're a service provider in California, you got to provide the service to your customers there. But if you don't have to be in California, there are more business friendly states. In fact, I would think that every single state is probably easier than California. Yeah. As far as yeah. there's, a, there's a reason why everybody's leaving California and going to Texas yeah. or Nashville or Florida. Yeah. 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 Get out. Yeah. Well, 
it is hard. It's harder there. You know, it's a harder, it's a harder place to do business. You know, it really is. They make it the taxes, the, the workman's compensation insurance, all those things are, are significantly more there. And uh, so it, it worked out to be a great, a great place to be from, but not, not to, not to grow the business. Right. I took on a business partner in 2016 and his name is Derek Johnson. He was just, just like a total operator. He was the CEO of Coors Tech. Coors Tech is the ceramics uh, side of Coors Brewing Company. They built, okay. they, they started a hundred and something years ago to make the, the beer bottles. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, in the eighties, Coors Tech made the, the ceramic panels on the uh, space shuttle. So they're super high tech now. Wow. Anyway, he was the CEO of that company and retired with a, you know, a nice, nice parachute full of, full of dough. And he started investing in small businesses and he invested in ours. And then we were able to buy our, our main chemical manufacturer and a little company called B and B blending out of, uh, out of Colorado. Great company too. Yep. I'm sure everybody knows it. <laughs> it's, well, it's the it, one that everybody mentions, you know, B and B probably makes this B and B probably makes that. They do. And they're great. Yeah. You know, they're just such, such humble, awesome people. Bob Blanick and Roman Glenda are the two founders. Talk about salt of the earth people. And, and then the, the real win happened when they hired a guy named uh, Chris Gallagher, who's okay. the chemist, who is an absolute genius. The guy, he is a strange bird, just like all geniuses are, you know? He right, is right. so bright, so sharp, so incredibly on top of chemistry and understands, you know, how to make things better and then how to make things better cheaper or how to make things better foamier or how to make things, how to make the graphenes. He was the guy who started the whole graphene thing. It was him. Okay. And uh, anyway, so we, we are all under the same, you know, we acquired them then and we ended up acquiring some other businesses. And then a big chunk of Adams Polishes was acquired in 2020. And, uh, and I still kept a big chunk of it, but, and I'm still very much involved, but we ended up with a, a, a new major partner in which helped us be able to have uh, chemical manufacturing facilities, you know, in around the globe, you know, got them in Singapore and, and uh, Shanghai and then down in Australia and all around. Oh, thanks, honey. My bride's giving me water. She's awesome. <laughs> um, so anyway, it ended up being a, a, a total blessing. And um, so, so now the business has grown, uh, you know, a, a lot. It's become big. You right. know, we're in stores now. It's, uh, we're in retail stores. We're not used a ton by detailers still. Only, only some detailers. Our stuff still seems to be a little bit, we don't sell the bulk product in the right sizes to go after the detailer. You know, the detailing, the detailers still will go to the bigger, um, bigger bulk selling brands right, yeah. than us. You know, yeah. you got, um, you know, we could t name off all the, all the competitors. A uh, 3D is one of them, you know, one of our, and, uh, you know, if you know anybody who's in this, in this business, ask them, are you friends with Adam? And I get, I get I'm pretty sure they'll say, yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we're just friends with everybody that's brand. This is a small industry and people. Are yeah. So it, yeah. It's crazy how small it is. You know, like I, I end up, you know, talking to people and, you know, it's like, Oh, well, you know, friends with this guy who's friends with that guy, you know, and, and it's, yeah, it's everybody knows everybody. It seems like, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so do you, do you, so I was going to mention because you're. I was going to ask because you're. You're talking about like you're still not really like used by a lot of like detailers, you know. Um, 
And do you think it's because of maybe the way you've always kind of sold it as kind of like that DIY through the, through the swap meet and then through the Corvette thing that it was never like really pushed to the detailers or do you think it's more of like you said, like maybe just not in the quantity or sizes that maybe, you know, detailers would want to buy in and things like that. I think yes, yes. And yes. I think, I think that the, the quantity is detailers need products that are inexpensive in bulk. You want to be able to buy it in, in a size that makes total sense. You want to be able to, um, you know, buy degreasers and five gallon pails. You want to be able to get stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of the companies that are really great at that, they'll sell to jobbers, you know, the guys in like the white vans that drive around and they'll yep. come up at your, at your, one of your customer's place and, and sell you stuff, you know, right there. And, that wasn't a model that we that we uh, employed. You know, it wasn't a model that we did, mm-hmm. and we just stick stuck with uh, you know a lot of direct consumers. Now we do have quite a few detailers. I mean, I'm sure we have. I think we have just over one million, uh, you know, registered customers. Okay. But I I, I know that we have something like eighty thousand that are in the quote unquote detailing uh, business. So right. Nothing, but it's less than one percent. Yeah. You know, so and and is that something that that you would like to see grow or are you just like you know hey our bread and butter is diy so let's just sell the diy i would love to see it grow and uh because meet me as a detailer i'm i'm a detailer you know i don't try to say i'm just some lofty you know position person i'm i'm right detailer i don't i've never never thought that i'm something more than that um I, i think that selling detailers would be great we have had um growth to a, a level that has made it tough for us to get into a lot of different things. People say, why aren't you in the boat business? How about a motorcycle brand? What about the aircraft? You know, why not, why not all these different things? It's like, because we're barely keeping up with the automotive. Right. To be honest with you, you know, like sometimes you place your order, you don't get it, doesn't ship for three days. Dude, today that makes people so ticked. Oh yeah. You know, you gotta ship a same minute. You know, you wanna, you push, you push the button on, on your, uh, on your buy it now. You yeah. want to get the tracking number in four seconds, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right? Ten <laughs> seconds at the most, but sure yeah. as hell not four days. No way. Yeah. You know, so it would be responsible of us to start trying to to get yeah. into all these different segments without being able to really uh, master how fast we can get stuff turned around now. So I, I I love, you know, I talk to detailers so much. You know, I mentor detailers a lot. You know, tell tell people, listen, detailing is a ways. It's a it's a way in to so many different businesses yeah because i mean you i mean you look at it i mean you know it's the full entrepreneurial thing right i mean like if you can get into okay like you know running running your own detail shop could help you down the line you know i mean if you can run a successful detail shop you could run a successful business you know um if you're hiring and 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 managing employees you could work for a you know a company or whatever that has employees if you're if you're really good at marketing yourself and, and, and branding and things like that, right. Like you can get into yeah. doing those types of things. You know, if you're, you know, kind of like your yourself where you started dabbling into, you know, the, the chemistry of, you know, how things work and then, and then, you know, going back and being able to say, Hey, we like this, but it, you know, dusted a bit much. Can we change it? And then, and then, you know, become a, a chemical manufacturer. You know, or work work for a chemical manufacturer, things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of things that you could springboard off of. You know, from having a a detail business um, oh. to 
to any kind of profession. Maybe even a podcast someday. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that'd be amazing. I mean, I'm still trying to figure that part out. We're three years in, and I'm still still trying to figure it out. By the way, that never ends. No matter what you do, you're yeah. always still trying to figure it out because yeah. there's always a way to do it better. There always yeah. is. There yeah. always always is. I remember yeah. when I, I had these customers that come to me. It was so often people would come and say, "Hey, I want to get my car detailed because I want to sell it." Hmm, how much? Almost always the answers are the same. I took it to the dealership. They offered me X dollars on trade. Ooh, that sounds pretty low. Yeah. I thought so too. Well, you know, definitely bringing it to them detailed would help, but um, I'd be willing to help you sell it. Really? I would buy and sell a car a month and I wouldn't even own them. Car people let me, you know, I don't pay them to say, listen, can I sell it for you? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm going to detail the crap out of it. You don't owe me a penny. I'll photograph it. I'll take all the photos. I'll list it on, you know, back in the day it was on auto trader. Auto yep. trader. Okay. And then I put it for sale sign because my little shop was right on a busy street in uh, Redondo Beach, California, right on Manhattan Beach Boulevard. Uh, I'm sorry, on Inglewood Avenue between Manhattan Beach Boulevard and the, and the 405. Anyway, so I'd put a car out there and just, you know, put it out every day and put it in my shop at night. Man, I, I would always, you can, you can, you know, selling cars. That was one way to do it. You know, getting into fleets, another way to do it. People, you know, people, launch like you said springboard into so many different things from detailing and you yeah. learn so much you learn about how to take care of your employees you learn about how to sell a job you learn how to how to do a better job how to do it quicker how to train new people there's so many ways to springboard out you end up saying hey listen I'm a, i want a car wash i want i want to i want to buy my own car wash or build one yeah. right on you know there's there's so many things you know detailing is not just oh just labor all day long you look at it every day it's just a laborious day of sweating and, and becoming hot you can get from detailing into a lot of places and i'm i think i'm a pretty good example and so are you of different things that you can jump into right enthusiasts as an enthusiastic detailer who loves what you do anytime you love what you do for a living life is so good oh yeah isn't yeah, it yeah Makes it so much it. makes it so much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. It sure does. Listen, the, you know, the old saying, you know, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. It's Amen. it's it's so true. And if you're just you know, I, I I always I always used to say, you know, I never met a detailer that ever had a case of the Mondays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, we we love what we do and 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 are are almost you know, you almost have to, you know, force us out of a shop sometimes, you know, because we'd rather be there. We'd rather be talking to detailers. I mean, my, my wife all the time is like, which detail are you talking to now? Cause she knows yeah. that like, if I'm on the phone, like, you yeah. know, I'm talking, I'm pretty much talking to somebody in the detail business, you know? Um, you know, so she, she just knows if I'm on the phone, it's, it's, you know, I'm either, you know, talking to a friend in the business. I'm, I'm, you know, talking to somebody new or trying to, you know, get a question answered or, or whatever. So yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely that thing that, that you love, man. Um, well, listen, let's do our last commercial break and then I'll come back and I want to ask you these questions that I ask everybody else kind of put you on the spot a little bit and then, uh, we'll kind of wrap it up. Cause I know you got to start heading out to go, go do some, uh, some fun water sports and stuff yeah. like that. So and yes, we'll, please. yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> cool. Tell us about your little wheelie journey you had yesterday. How'd that go that on the fun. Viper chair? I stole this Viper chair. 
a lot of people hadn't played with one, so I quite like the fact that they got a shot. Nice. A lot of guys were generally trying out, going, huh, these things are cool. But it was good fun, especially on this floor. Like, this is a legit carpet and all the cables, it just rolls right over. Rolls and it's dried. Yeah, well done. It's a cool chair. I like it. How comfortable are you right now? Very. Yeah. yeah so do you think Utila should invest in a Viper chair? You know what? My name is Alan Medcraft, and I would say go buy Viper. Make sure to go to ViperIndustrial.com and at checkout, use the code DSP to save an additional $25 off your purchase. That's a stackable coupon, so whatever Viper's giving you off, get another $25 as well. Do you own a detailing business but want to improve your success online? Or are you just starting out but not even sure where to begin? Let Detailers Roadmap guide you down the road to success. Detailers Roadmap is an all-in-one web solution for your auto detailing business. A custom website designed to help you attract and retain customers without breaking the bank. We'll write and design your website from start to finish and provide ongoing support to ensure it's working great for you. Our custom website packages include everything you need to succeed online. And with our local SEO services, we'll make sure your business gets noticed by customers in your area. So why wait? It's time to take your auto detailing business to the next level with an all-in-one website solution from Detailers Roadmap. Visit DetailersRoadmap.com to get started today. Okay. I'm on a podcast for five more minutes, 10 more minutes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <my>. <laughs> um, okay. So, so this is the part of the, the interview where I do have questions um, actually planned out. Um, they're three fun ones. They're kind of just meant to kind of make you think on the spot. Um, so the first one is when did you realize your worth? Like, what was that, you know, moment where, you know, a lot of times I'm, I'm, you know, when I'm talking to detailers, I'm like, you know, you're, you know, two days into a $200 job and you go like, I needed to charge more money for this kind of thing, you know, but you know, for you, when, when did you realize your worth being, you know, kind of a, a, a chemical, you know, manufacturer guy or whatever? Um, well, it's interesting. Well, you know, the chemical manufacturing worth was, um, was pretty, that was pretty quick. It was early on because, you know, if you can save someone time, you save them a lot of money. The most valuable asset that we all have is time. I mean, there's no question about it. Time is like, it's the one thing that everybody wants that you can't have more of. Right. So if you can get excellence achieved in less time, you can charge a ton of money for the stuff you're selling. If you can help people do it. And it's by us, we help with education by doing videos. You know, we, our first videos in 2001, in fact, it's on our web, it's on the YouTube too. Our very first video, I did like a Porsche boxer. We save people time. They will, they will come back and really buy a lot of products. So I think that that was a real big value proposition for Adams Polishes was helping people save time when they're washing and drying their car. You know, you wash your wheels first. Most yeah. of them, you drive your car, you pull it in the garage, you start hosing it off. By the time you look around, you find your bucket. Then you start looking for your wash mitts and you got to wash them out. Meanwhile, the water's drying all over your car and you got water spots. Like, no, 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 no. You know? So I think that was probably the most important thing. We saved people time and that was our value proposition. That was, that was what made our products valuable because they came with education. Right. No, that's cool. Um, so this one's kind of a fun one. 
Um, so this one is, um, you know, what's your fight song? You know, it's, it's WrestleMania, it's, it's fight night, you know, you're, you're, you know, coming out to the ring, you know, what's that song that plays that, that not only pumps you up, but lets everybody know who you are. That's so funny. You say that, um, we played a song every single day at the swap meet, me and Dur Dur Dave. Uh, and we, we literally at the end of the day, cause we almost always crushed it unless it rained. We, we had a very good day every day and it was ladies night cool in the gang. And we said, Ooh, yeah. We would blast it. We would blast it so loud that often we needed to jumpstart one of our cars because our, our, we, we leave the cars open, car door open with a stereo blasting. And we had to like, Right, wear the battery down. One, we, one, one jump the other. But by the end of the day, we I had this I had this this, this photograph of me and Dave with our beers. We always had a beer at the end of the day, and we would we would be blasting, cool in the gang. It's ladies' night, and we would we would be looking at the people that were walking by, and everyone was looking at our booth, going, "What are these guys part? What are these guys celebrating?" Yeah, we would celebrate every day at the end of the day with ladies' night, and just. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, I'm not like this disco freak or anything, but right, yeah. You know, like Dire Straits is my favorite band, and Stevie Ray Vaughan. But then that was the that was the end of the day that we worked our butts off. We got here and set up at 4:30 in the morning. It's 4:30 in the afternoon now. We crushed it, and now we're gonna blast Ladies Night, and we did it every day. So if you were to ask me that, I have to use that Ladies Night. Right. Hey, such a win. That's a good one. That's a good one. You're you're one of the few that that like was oh. able to go to it. Like most people just go blank. Like they oh. like I can't think of a song. Like everything oh. escapes me. Um okay, and the last one is is uh kind of a variation of the the 5 years, 10 years down the road kind of thing. So, um you're old enough to know Samantha from Bewitched. Um so if you could wiggle your nose and have your uh, business or your career be where you want it to be. What does that look like? Mm. I never thought that my business would be where it is today. I never thought that this would be possible. I never thought that um, I could take my son Enzo and uh, jump in the truck and put an old Porsche in the trailer and drive from Eagle, Idaho, where we live to Monterey and go rip up and down highway one and car week and be able to do that is priceless. And I, I gotta tell you, I can't even, I often feel like pinch me, you know, I can't right. believe it. And, uh, I feel so blessed to be here to, to, to be a dad to these kids, to be a husband, my wife, to, to have these amazing team members on our team that work their butts off to make this business saying, I, I can't even believe that we're here. I, you know, it's totally, a, it's a massive blessing. And if I was just to, you know, do the bewitch thing and go somewhere, you know, if I'd go anywhere, I'd go back to where there was no, no cell phones. I'd go back in time to when the sixties and seventies and cars were awesome, you know, because I love that, but I'd right. go back, but then I wouldn't have my kids with me. So yeah, you know, I, I think this was where, where we are today. We're here because we took care of our customers and we took care of our employees and it helped us grow. You know, we grew with integrity and it made us, it, it, it really was a huge, uh, you know, huge growth that I never in a million years would have expected. Right. It, it, you know, 
God, God's plan for us was, was big and, and we feel very blessed. And we, you know, we got to do, we got to do right by a lot of people now, you know, because we, you know, with, with, with great resources, you're, you know, have great expectations, right? Right. So we're expected to do a lot and we better, we better step up and make sure we keep doing that. Keep, keep donating. And we donate a lot of vehicles. We, we help people a ton and we make things good for, uh, for youth. Um, there's, there's definitely a, uh, there's definitely a lot of blessings I think that, that have hit us. So I, man, I can't believe we're here. It's a, it's an amazing, it's a total amazing thing that we landed how we have. Right. Right. No, it's, it, it's like I said in the beginning, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't really know you or know anything really about you. So that's why I was kind of excited for this one because, you know, you, you are kind of a, you know, you are a staple in this industry, you know, um, you know, whether if it's, you know, people want to say, well, he's a DIY guy or, you know, some people, you know, detail guy or whatever, like there's, there's no doubting, you know, what you've done, you know, and, and, and I'm sure there's plenty of people in the industry that have done similar things, but, you know, at least from my aspect, you know, when your name is brought up, like, you know, you're that guy that started a company, built it, and then, you know, was able to sell it for, you know, big money. You know, most of these other companies, you know, they they build them up within the detail company. They're able to sell them off and they're, you know, probably do fairly well. But you're, you're at least, I feel like, in folklore of, you know, like the guy that like, you know, got the Babe Ruth card and held on to it and sold it for, you know, like the crazy money kind of deal. So oh. like, I, I'm very excited to, to have, to have heard all of it now and, and know like where you came from and, and, and the exact story and everything like that. So, man, I, I appreciate you sitting down and, and doing this so much. Um, you know, is there, I mean, this is typically where I usually say if, you know, somebody wants to reach out and get a hold of you or whatever. I mean, you did say you do, you do do some mentoring and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, is there, is there an easy place that people can, you know, find you other than maybe, you know, like I did just uh, sending you a message on Facebook or, you know, yeah, um, I mean, the most direct, I'm old school. So email me, it's adam at adamspolishes.com. And I've been, I've had that email for, almost 25 years. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I will respond, you know, and, and people send me messages. Hey, I'm Adam. I've been using your products forever and I can't seem to figure out this. How do I get there? Well, try this. You, try yeah. this. you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll, I'll help people say, will you please send me a picture of your detail shelf and I'll tell you how to fix it right now with someone else's product. Cause we know most of the other people's products too. Yeah. Uh, we can say, listen, try this. You might be able to fix it right now with, you know, some 3d or some McGuire's or some mothers or, or, you know, any of these brands that are also out there, you know, there's so many and you know, Griot's, you know, like Richard Griot. I was just hanging out with, with, with those guys at, in Monterey at the, uh, at the vintage car races. I uh -huh. love those guys. What a great group. So I, we can help people get results, even if they're not using our stuff sometimes, but heck, I'd love to, I'd love to be, um, to, to be able to talk to and help in any way, uh, young detailers, especially guys who are starting off. Like I can't seem to figure out how to make, my business hum. And, uh, you know, you just, and I, and I have a few things that I'll, that I'll tell you. And that's number one, did you do the absolute best you could do regardless of how much you charge for the car? Did you do the absolute most to make that car as, as great as you could? Did right. you use a glaze or something to cut all the film from the inside of the windshield? Because the number one complaint in any detail is going to be glass. 
You always yeah. with inside the glass. So do the inside of the glass to perfection. Don't skimp there. But if you try your best on every car and you initially, you're going in the hole because you're putting more hours into the car than you can pay for, it won't be long before you're making you're making out great, you know, because people will eventually go, this guy is amazing. This girl is amazing. I just mentored an 18-year-old, my buddy's daughter, just graduated high school. She's going to flight school and she's detailing. She was mucking stalls. She's in horses. So cleaning out horse stalls, not exactly glamorous. Yeah. Taught her how to detail and now she is doing great. She just does. She goes all the way on every car, does as much as she can do. Full paint correction, ceramic coatings. She did two of my cars. Oh, wow. She does everything that she can do to make the car good, regardless of the charging. Yeah. And so many detailers are like, I'm not doing a full paint correction for that. That's too cheap. Like, well, tell you what, if, if you blow mines on every car, you will earn more business than you can handle. Right. You know, that's a it's one of the biggest words, you know, pieces of advice I give any detailers. Blow the customer's mind, you know. Always have a clean work area at the front of their in their driveway when you're detailing. Your your bottles are all hanging off the bucket or they're on a on a detail cart, not just scattered all over the ground. You know, you don't leave half moons of tire shine on their driveway when you spray their tires and it sprays it on the ground. Don't do yeah. that. Those yeah. kinds of things, you know, you just people people really appreciate when you go above and beyond. Exactly. Yeah. You know, love and, that. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, you know, you you go full out because you never know you know, what, what that client has. And a lot of times they're, they're giving you an audition with maybe their, you know, crappiest car, you know, and yeah. I, I've, I've had that a few times, you know, where I, you know, and, and one of my good clients, you know, the first car I ever did for him was his, was his wife had a little Lincoln MKZ. I did an interior detail or something like that. And, and it was weird, you know, did it, he seemed happy or whatever. And I think it was like a year and a half later, he calls me and he's, and he's like, Hey, you know, I've got, um, I've got, uh, this Maserati that I'm getting ready to trade in. Um, you yeah. know, I need to get it, need to get it polished out. And, you know, so he brings it in, it's, it's white, it's kind of, you know, hazed up and, um, and, and I, you know, bring it back, give it a real nice shine, make it look great. And he goes, you know, and then he goes to me, he goes, cool. He goes, my, you know, this was back in, uh, I think like 18 or so, 17 or 18 when the Portofino's came out. Um, and he's like, my Portofino gets here next week. That's why I wanted this one cleaned up. He goes, um, I want you to do my Portofino when it comes in, you know? Oh, yeah. So, you know, not, not that a Maserati's, you know, chump change or whatever but you step from a maserati up to to a ferrari and then yeah. you know and then then after the ferrari he brought me his slant nose turbo you know and 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 then we kind of went from there and you know but but it's you know his wife's little mkz was was the uh was the audition car you know and yeah. it took a year or so for him to finally you know bring something back to me but he did so yeah you, yeah. you know you're right go do it all and do it right. Yeah, blow minds. Blow minds, man. You get so much more business from people. You earn respect. Yeah. You do a killer job for someone. You earn their respect. They're like, because let's be honest. If you're a detailer, you're detailing cars for successful people. Chances right. are, you know, you know, losers don't pay people to, to, nah. to, to get their cars detailed. They go to the car washer. Exactly. Loser if you go to the car wash. I'm just saying that, you know, you, yeah. your, your chances are you're working for someone who's probably done pretty well. And especially these cars like you're talking about, the Portofino and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Those customers really appreciate excellence. 
and excellence oh. is just so rare today. These detailers today come and go. The average detailer, I swear, they're in business for 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, they're, they're come and go. It's a real transient business. Yeah. So if you're doing an excellent job. My gosh, you're going to earn that customer and you're going to hold them for a real long time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, Adam, I, I, again, man, I really do appreciate you doing this. Um, you know, it was, it, it definitely was a lot of fun to, to learn, um, about your, your, your story, you know, your come up, um, hopefully our listeners haven't heard it too much before, you know, so hopefully it's new, have. new for them. <laughs> yeah. At this point you're a trooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, man, and, uh, I'd love to reach out to you again. Like I said, I've got a, I've got a topic idea that maybe we can bring you back in for, um, uh, down the line or something like that. And, uh, I'll reach out to you with, you know, and kind of pitch that to you and see what you think of it or whatever. But, um, until then, man, I, I, I appreciate it, man. And, uh, have a, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend as well. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to Thank hang you, out. Sir. Awesome, man. All right. Take care. I'll right, talk to you care. soon. Bye. All right. So that was Adam from Adam's polishes. Um, I mean, like I said, you know, I, you hear a lot about what he's done in the industry and and the things, you know, his chemicals, whether, you know, you think they're great, you know, or you, or you think they're just a DIY, you know, whatever. Um, you know, you, you can't, you know, you, you can't doubt what he's done or you can't, you know, discredit what he's done. And, and what he's done is, I, like I said, I, I feel like something that not too many other people in this industry have done at his level. Yeah. Build a company, sell it off for a little bit of money, but you know, he's the one, you know, whether he did or didn't, you know, has the, uh, has the, uh, the, um, the reputation of doing it and doing it big. So, um, that's it for tonight. Uh, I hope you guys had a, a great, uh, Labor Day weekend. Um, please go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit the notification button anywhere that you're listening. Please leave us a five-star review anywhere you're listening. Um, and then, yeah, so that's it. Uh, have a great day, weekend, night, uh, whenever you're listening to this. Take care. Bye.